0: so welcome to this edition of the mind of the motivator so this particular time i want to make sure that i cover something that i recently and i I will go ahead and give credit to whom credit is due a few thanksgivings ago i was sitting down at uh the table of elder leslie b yates at new life christian center one of the biggest uh I guess you could call it traditions when we were growing up was after that, that Friday after Thanksgiving, we, or yeah, the Friday after Thanksgiving, day after Thanksgiving, we would go over to the Yates's house and have dessert. And it was sort of like a coffee social. Everybody was catching up with everybody because not everybody got to go spend Thanksgiving dinner with everybody they wanted to. But on that Friday, we could all go hang out. Things have changed since then, but we, we still get together when we can. Maybe on am um, in the afternoon rather than on Friday evenings and just kind of catch up with each other. A lot of people are working, and I know the church that um, I was attending, and Elder Yates attends, um, is now having a service on Friday evenings. So uh, this particular weekend, I went over to Elder Yates's house, and we were sitting down at the table having dessert and coffee, which now I'm a big kid, so I get to drink coffee with him. And he was talking to me, and I said, you know, I just believe God is going to help me get through this. And Elder Yates looked at me this minister this man of God he looked at me he said Charlotte a lot of people believe in God the problem is they don't believe in themselves he said Charlotte you believe in you and I want to share that with you because I think from a spiritual perspective especially growing up in in a Christian church a Christian home we are always taught to believe in God and we want to believe in miracles But we forget about the miracles that we can do ourselves. I'm going to give you a perfect example of that. A man and a woman come together as husband and wife. We're in a very romantic situation and they produce another human being. Now that is nature. It is biology, but there is still the miracle of life. that this little tiny sperm attaches to an egg and it creates a baby or two babies. The other miracle is when the woman actually gives birth to the child. Again, the miracle of life. That is something that we can do. We have the power to create. We have the power to speak things that are not as they, as we want them to be, or as they are, some people like to say, as they should be. We have that power. People get together, they sit down, and either they themselves sit down and write ideas out, and they turn into books. That is a miracle. A lot of people don't realize that. The thought that E. Jordan Hill, the guy that I follow on Twitter, the inspiration that he had to write a tweet to tell people they can do things with their phones to build a media empire. And he mentioned Anchor FM. And I took the action after seeing that to download Anchor FM, create an account, and record my first podcast right after he said that. Right after I saw the tweet. That in of itself is a miracle. The day-to-day living that we have i told somebody yesterday my daughter asked me what was my favorite part about waking up my, my favorite part about my birthday and i said waking up and realizing that i'm 39 at first it was making you guys heard me talk it horrified me oh my god i'm at age 39 oh my god what have i done with my life but at the same time when i woke up i'm 39 thank you god i have friends that didn't make it past 33 i have friends that the same year we both turned 21 didn't make it that is a miracle and sometimes we we talk to we give so much credit to god in it yes to god be the glory for everything right as believers we want to say to god be the glory for everything if you're not a believer in jesus or you're not a believer in god you don't necessarily believe that that's fine but those of you who are, you need to start saying, you know what? Yes. Our, our, our initial response to be humble gets us into trouble because people will compliment your work and you play it down. Stop playing yourself down. You playing small in the world does not do anything there. What's the, 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 the poem, well, it's not, a, well, it's a poem. It's a little It says, our greatest fear, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. That in of itself, that whole thing, if you read that whole thing, and maybe tomorrow I'll pull it up on the podcast, or maybe I might take a break and find it and read it out to you. As a matter of fact, while I'm sitting here talking to you, I will, because we tend to think about ourselves as not enough and sometimes because we think that we we know that there's something greater and bigger in the works or at work for us and so we play it down we play down our strengths and we need to stop doing that we need we play down our abilities and we really need to stop doing that i'm trying to stand the uh, phone up so that I can make sure that I'm still talking to you while I type it. We don't need to play small. We need to play big. And with playing big, we can show the world and others how they can play big too. In trading, we talk about leverage and we often talk about over leveraging. And I think that there are times when we underleverage. If you can play it up, play it up. Marianne Williamson, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous, Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We are born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It is not just in some of us, it is in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same as we are liberated from our own fear. Our presence automatically liberates others. That is huge. This inspiring poem, by the way, is taken from Marianne Williamson's book, A Return to Love. Why did I bring that up? Because we were talking about being certain and believing in ourselves we tend to play down our strengths and we play up our weaknesses you need to do a, a SWAT: strengths weaknesses opportunities and threats and play up your strengths and your opportunities for wherever you find those weaknesses and threats your strengths and your opportunities can rip those things to shred And in doing so, understanding our weaknesses and our threats and playing them down. We get to play them down because we did what we talked about yesterday, which is making sure that we make ourselves flexible for when something comes up. Giving ourselves permission and grace to do the thing that we set out to do. Making sure that we're allowing enough time and measuring our goals. There's there's that measuring part, but giving ourselves enough time To accomplish it you want to do it in a year and being realistic right I I trade Forex I'm not a millionaire yet after doing research finding out without having a huge bank account to start with you may not necessarily become a millionaire in a year you may become a millionaire in three years maybe five years if you properly leverage but sometimes we under leverage we have these networks I have a network of over a thousand people on LinkedIn and a thousand people on Facebook. And if you're listening to this and you know how to do this, I'm asking for your help right now. Reach out to me. Please do. I need to figure out a way to get my podcast link to every single contact. And then I need every single contact to just share my podcast with three people that they know will listen. That's it. That's all I need. That will grow my listenership. That is a huge thing for this, one little tiny thing, but I wanna leverage my entire network. What we tend to do is go, okay, write out a list of 100 people, because we do this, and people in network marketing, you know you do this, you write down a list of 100 people, and then you contact every single person on that list. And then you ask them, you invite them. No, contact everybody, ask them. I need a favor, share this link with three people. Don't explain it, don't do it, I need for you to share. link with three people i wonder how many people in network marketing would just take off just by asking hey share this link with three business-minded people not what's in it for me not all that hey you know everybody is not everybody trust me guys i don't care what you sell unless you're selling cellular phones air or water not everybody needs what your company has to offer so you gotta be targeted with what you do, but believe in yourself that it can be done. Believe that your network will respond to you. I believe that my network will respond to me. So today I'm going to send this link to my podcast out to several people in my network and ask them, hey, would you mind sharing my podcast? Have a listen. If you haven't heard it before, listen to it. Here's today's episode where I'm asking you to listen to this and share it because i want other people to be able to be inspired by the way i i speak and the other thing is you know one of my goals for the year is to become an established speaker starting a podcast was one of the steps in that direction because there's not really a lot of there's many online speaking opportunities but i never know you never know podcasts might just be the way to go Hmm. the main thing that i wanted to bring to your attention today is to believe in yourself. We need to believe, and I, the Bible tells us, and in, in, it tells us to love your neighbor as yourself. It also says to love God, too. If you don't love yourself, you can't love others. You've gotta have some level of self-love. If you don't believe in yourself, you can't believe in others. That's why there's so many dream thieves out there. Dream thieves are not necessarily people who intentionally rob people of their dreams they just simply don't believe that they have what it takes to accomplish that level of our grandiose idea and therefore since they can't figure it out they tell the other person that they can dream thieves also will come and tell you well have you thought about this have you thought about that have you thought about this have you thought about that but they have no answers you tell somebody you want to drive a jaguar And they say, well, you know, Jaguars have a whole lot of maintenance days. You got to take that anything for an oil check every five. Hmm. What's the solution to that? Hey, when you consider buying your Jaguar, ask them if they have a manufacturer's service warranty so that you can get your oil changes done. And don't forget to get a reminder to get your oil change every month or every two months or however frequently you need to do it. Instead of discouraging somebody from that dream, encourage them. If that's the car they wanna drive, that's the car they wanna drive. I know a guy in San Antonio always wanted a Ferrari. The dude drives a Ferrari to work. He's a married man with kids. Plenty of people told him, shouldn't you do something more sensible like get a minivan? Yeah, he could. He can afford a minivan. He can afford a Ferrari too. He can afford all of them. So why tell him he can't have it? Why put that idea into his head? See, I'm going to tell, I'm going to say this and talking about believing yourself, helping others to believe in themselves, unconsciously giving other people the ability and the, the knowledge that they can shine too. When you... See someone in their dream and they tell you their dream, don't squash it. See them in their dream as they are. Imagine it with them. And as you're imagining it with them, line out solutions, not problems. See, there's people that will give you three problems for every solution. Those people are really great at being analysts. Sometimes, you know, like quality assurance analysts. They're wonderful. They're good but they can be a stumbling block in the ideation phase. And some things you need to QA after you've built the first iteration, after you've done the first thing. Now, can I get somebody to help me out? But the problem is we go to the analyst and the cr- critics before we've even produced the product. That does not serve you in any kind of way. Know the type of people that you're going to and know the type of person that you are. Are you a dream thief ask yourself have I been a dream thief to somebody before you say no I'll give you another example of dream theft right my daughter is totally into Disney she loves everything Disney descendants and everything's Disney zombies I roll (laughs) as a result she loves these characters and she loves the actors and you know what she wants to do she wants to act in a Disney show now this year has given us quite a challenge. So she has not been able to reach out for auditions. And if anybody knows about ways that she can audition, let me know because she's at that age. This is something that she wants to pursue as a parent. Instead of saying all of the reasons why she can't, I am coming up with ways that she can. I've already started looking for monologues that she at her age can read. And memorize. As a matter of fact, today I joked that she's gonna learn a new scripture or a poem. And if I can have my way, by January 2022, she'll know the whole "I Have a Dream" speech by Martin Luther King. I might make it Paul's letters to the Church of America. That might actually work better. But. I'm not going to kill her dream because we don't live in Hollywood. I'm not going to kill her dream because we don't live in California. Now, am I going to move to California? No, not right now. I don't see any reason to do that. But will I look for every audition opportunity that I can possibly find for her to be auditioned online? Will I look for an agent for her? Yes, I'm going to do those things that I can to help her get to where she wants to go. And if things don't work out, it's going to be okay because she might turn 12 years old and decide this is not what she wants to do. She might go on to something else. She might decide, hey, you know what? Music is a thing for me. But at least we took a chance to pursue it. Your kids come to you, I wanna play baseball. Get them in Little League. I wanna, I wanna be a soccer, I wanna kick soccer balls. Okay, let's, let's take you out. I wanna play football. Let them try. Give them those opportunities. Now I'm not saying spend a whole lot of money on all these things but give them the opportunity. Don't hold back on all of the things that you could possibly have them do by simply thinking, I never did any of that. I never got to audition for Disney. (laughs) Disney Disney Channel didn't really kick off until I was like 12. By that time, well, we didn't have internet like we do. We, we didn't have a camcorder, so my mom and dad couldn't like record a video of us acting and sending it in. Texas didn't really have that much of a vast uh, landscape with regards to how many people out here are living right in your backyard that are scouts. You never know who they are. Some people just buy houses in Texas because they're cheaper. But they work remotely and they travel a lot and they run into their people. I remember one time my cousin posted a picture, her and Thomas Gibson In Target, in San Antonio. If you don't know who Thomas Gibson is, look up See it. Criminal Minds. I'm just saying, these people are around. These people are around and they're watching and you can find them and you can send your stuff. And then there's the internet. So I don't have to stop my daughter's dream. That's my whole point. And you don't have to stop your child's dream and you don't have to stop your dream. Just keep looking for ways to get it accomplished. Believe in yourself. This has been the Mind of the Motivator. Thank you for listening.